This is You the Mom podcast, your go to podcast on anything and everything mommy related. Brought to you by Mommy Mundo and Podcast Network Asia. Hello, hello! Welcome to the Mommy Mundo Podcast. I'm Janice, founder of Mommy Mundo. And for those of you who may not be aware, Mommy Mundo is the most active multi-platform resource and community for moms in the Philippines. I founded Mommy Mundo more than 20 years ago with the purpose of providing information and support to newbie moms like me back then and spent the past two decades following my passion and my purpose. So this podcast is actually a dream come true, another way to reach fellow mamas, and another way to share information and stories about parenting, and another way for us to help and inspire and empower each other. I like to say that we at Mommy Mundo are probably any mom's number one fan, cheerleader, and hopefully a motivator. Thus, the title of this podcast, You the Mom. We cheer you on, mamas. Okay, so hello again, Teacher Jeannie Castillo, here on You the Mom. <laughs> Happy to be back. <laughs> so we run out of time in the last episode and I'm happy that we're here again to bust more myths about our child's brain development and neuro-linguistic development and all and we're learning so much from you um, some are a bit disruptive I guess but that's what learning is as they say there is growth in discomfort <laughs> and yeah. of course um, you know take what you can right take what you can but these are actual studies that have been done and proven right so little small changes you can do at home will be of big benefit to our children and their families yes right teacher genie absolutely baby steps yes baby <laughs> steps so okay so let's get right on to our first myth that we're busting today and that is about uh, teaching our children how to read you know these programs on how babies can read early babies i'm not kidding can actually read early through like flashcards, videos, um, just for them to learn about alphabets and numbers early because it will make them smarter. So what is your take on this one, Jean? Well, you know, as you said, babies do have a, a capacity to absorb things. However, in terms of how the brain works, think of it as a hierarchy and that the brain needs to have a solid, strong foundation from the bottom up, meaning that our main preoccupation for young children in terms of wiring their brain needs to be based on their senses, on using their senses, their whole body, rather than having them just absorb information up here at the top of their brain. If we just feel like if we just continue to pour information from the top of their brain, right? Like when I talk about the top of your brain, this is part of your brain that that is responsible for knowledge and cognition and you know um, using your your actual abstract learning skills mm -hmm. that can only be very well stabilized if the bottom part of your brain is strong first so if you mm -hmm. load all of this academics on your child early without having a foundation 
you're going to burn out your child and you're going to have them um, they might learn some concepts but in terms of other things like being able to manage again their emotions or to socialize or to be comfortable and calm in their own bodies those things may not be wiring the way that you know we would like them yes. to write. okay all right so let's note that moms and dads yeah no no rush for the academics no rush for the yeah. academics think in terms of early childhood development if we want to run to the finish line already and teach our children reading and writing it's That's the equivalent correct. of entering kindergarten and expecting your child to do calculus yeah okay. correct correct and actually like you know like when our kids go from milk drinking milk to solids it's not yeah. because they're not ready to well it could be part of um, that they're not ready to taste flavors because of allergens or whatever but it's really because of the development of our child's palate and tongue right so it's mm -hmm. like there's a certain age that they can already like actually move the food in their mouth so there are reasons for that so maybe in the same sense with the brain it's the same thing Right? There's a time it's exactly, for everything. It's exactly the same thing. It's like if you want to teach your child, you know, like if you want to introduce them to a book, you won't want to like read them Harry Potter right away. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or just really want to start off with developmental yeah. stages. And before you can even reach the, the, the place of being able to identify letters and numbers, there's so many other wonderful milestones that children should experience with their senses but they say that in in um scandinavia for example you know in norway in sweden in denmark where all of the early childhood um philosophies are are very about yes. nature right. children don't even like ever, the waldorf education yes they they're not even expected to yeah. to read or write until well well into their later years that's right so let us not rush <laughs> rush our kids no rush it could actually kind of you know yeah. put our children back if you overload them that's too right, soon that's right and how mm -hmm. about um organized classes like enrolling them in different classes um like the myth about the children should start attending organized classes as soon as they start walking or if they're close to preschool age is that actually a myth well, it's a practice that I've seen where um, a lot of families will wait and say, okay, I'm not going to enroll my child until they're walking yet or until they're ready for school. Um, I would say the choice really depends on what sort of class you're enrolling in. Like you won't want to enroll your child necessarily in a reading or writing class at that age, but being enrolled, say for example, in what we do in kinder music, where everything is sensory based, can make a very huge difference in terms of preparing our children's nervous system and their brain for higher learning because oftentimes when children go to school right we think okay i, I need to wait until they're ready to go to school yes. but in what we do in kinder music we are helping the brain to get ready you know we're we're yes. stimulating and activating the nervous system so that when it is time to learn the reading and the writing all of the foundational skills have been developed and it's you know there's studies that. also yeah. that so many studies in europe in in the uk for example or australia about children who you know when they do go to school what we don't realize is that they don't have the 
the literal skills in place to be mm. able to sit still in their chair, to be able、mm. to retain auditory cues from their teacher, to be able to scan words on a page without losing their place. All、mm. of those things that are necessary to learn happen、yes. from birth through the early years when children are allowed to be on the floor. <laughs> when they're able to roll and move their bodies and jump and crawl and stretch and move to music, because that's what gets the brain gear, the actual hardware to kind of work together. Okay, might as well ask because I have friends who have problems with online learning because their kids don't even want to sit on the chair. Yeah. So, how old are they?、Um, I think. Well, it's preschool, so I think maybe five. Or yeah, well, children need to move. Not, yeah, they're so it's okay. Like if they're like going all over the place, or how does that? Or is it too early to enroll? Well, because now it's online, so they're like they really need to sit down and be on the screen, I guess. So not necessarily. Like yeah, we've been yeah. teaching online, you know, since pandemic last year in March. Yeah. And yes. If your children are going to like a, a formal academic program, then I would recommend please do get into a class like like Kinder Music or something that is movement based.、Um, yes. In our case, we use music and movement to help to regulate the body because we call you know in formal learning we、we'll, we call those brain breaks, right? Our brain needs to to、mm. feel the body stretching and moving. So if you're coming to Kinder Music, that's all brain work to help our children feel more、yeah. comfortable and calm in their bodies, so that they can focus. Even us adults, they say to me,、yes. we shouldn't be in front of our computer for long periods.、That's、and、right. so they say after 20 minutes, you need to walk, you need to have a drink of water, experiencing、yes. movement in their bodies and in the room, in relation, people in the home,、um, yeah. and then spend time to really sit and do table work. For still even、yes. older age, it really has、yeah. to do with your wiring, and so the wiring can be tweaked. But、yeah. I have a cartoon in my head of、um, like electricians. <laughs> oh, that's totally it. That's congratulations. That's absolutely it. We are yeah, wiring yeah. the inner,、um, the inner part of your body, your nervous system, and so、yeah. it's sometimes it's hard for us to grasp because you can't see it. But the、yeah. truth is, you can. There are ways to know, like、yeah. when by looking at the body from the outside. What's happening on the inside? Every child is unique. They're comfortable in their bodies. Then there are some children, maybe who might have、um, some delays, for example, in their language, or they might yes, have、right. some differences in terms of their、um, management of their own back and say. But okay, no matter just the ABCs, yeah, he knows his one, two, threes. He can identify things in a book. You know what I mean? So that's what I mean. That it's、yeah. it's not all about being able to do the academics. Because、right. if you see differences,、um, will require more stronger foundation from the bottom, so that、yes. um, those can be it. Because it's possible、right. you might have offshoot of skills. Because you know things can still. It's like planting seeds. You yes, know, you plant、right. seeds, and sometimes things might sprout. Like even at the top、mm. of having more fruit, if you really work on a very strong. Maybe let's talk about. Um, the manifestations, just to make it more real to parents,、yeah. like more concrete examples. So, for example, when we go to basketball school, I noticed、mm-hmm. some boys were eight or nine year old, or maybe even younger. 
Like they were running on tiptoes. So what kind of signal does that send? Movement. Uh, neuro movement. Neurodevelopmental movement I would say yeah. is that there are some reflexes in the nervous system that are highly active. So basically, um, that would that would be a cue that there are some very active reflexes in the nervous system. And normally, okay, when you think of reflexes, think about mm-hmm. like when about when you go to a doctor and then they tap your knee and then you're. And then your yes. your leg pops out, and it's something that is involuntary. You cannot control, right? You can't control it. When we're born as babies, brain comes equipped with the list of reflexes. Those reflexes need to be addressed by moving your body. They're mm-hmm. literal sensory to receive. In the first year yes. of life, that's why movement is very important. That is related to a particular reflex mm-hmm. that. Is causing them to do that for older older children who are still wetting the bed, things like that. It can have All an right. effect on um, people who get vertigo or who have balance issues. Who later on in adulthood who are more prone to anxiety, more prone to depression. Yes. Yeah, I was about to ask about yeah. mental health. So we know that it's um, really becoming more prevalent, or maybe because of awareness as well about mm-hmm. um, depression, anxiety, and all these um, mental issues, mental conditions. So it is possible yeah. for them to be reactivated in adulthood due yeah. to things like injury, due to things like, um, you know, like extreme stress. And yes. so then your survival reflexes get reactivated. Yeah. And so that's why the movements are very important and feeling comfortable in our own body is very important because it calms yes. those reflexes in the nervous system so that now you can be available to do other things yeah. because if the reflexes are still active then you're just again you're constantly in survival state that's right so the myth that we're busting here is that children's personalities determine whether they may be moody clingy anxious shy hyperactive physically forceful or rough or like, like we always say eh ganyan talaga siya diba or yung anak ko ganito but it's also connected to the development diba it's so, connected to the wiring to yeah, the, to the wiring. wiring it's like yeah. um, if you're we're talking about wiring a house again yes. like if you've ever experienced like when you're constructing a new house there are people who have to check the cycles of electricity yeah, that yeah. it's highly possible that um, you know the cycles are not yet fully regulated yes. or um, some individuals nervous systems are constantly in overdrive because yeah, they have right. a very highly active, overload of amperes yeah, in there. yeah there's <laughs> a highly um, overly active brainstem for example yeah. or it's under active but so, Jeannie what about conditions like ADHD or like bipolarism and all that is it connected as well i assume it is it is and it is so i cannot i can just speak from again the neurodevelopmental aspect because there yes. are a lot of different ways to come to those diagnoses but what mm-hmm. i can say on a neurodevelopmental um kind of plane is that yeah. it's been proven through lots of studies that children for example who have been diagnosed with ADHD or autism or um, anxiety or depression, if we were to check their sensory system for these active reflexes, they will likely be present. They're very, very active. And so there are movements 
that can be done and stretches and exercises and sensory experiences that we can yeah. um, we can deliver to the body and introduce to the body that can actually calm those reflexes. And when that happens, then the behaviors that have been labeled as ADHD or autism or anxiety and depression can actually like dissipate. <laughs> They can become yeah. less predominant. Interesting, yeah. isn't it? It's super interesting. Fascinating. And I know that you've done work with some kids already like even your two boys and you've seen yeah it, with everybody mm -hmm. seen it seen the the actual results of it right so yeah. so maybe we can go to the solutions part sure <laughs> right now uh genie's kinder music families are benefiting from it like the way she incorporates all these learnings in the sessions themselves the kinder music classes But she's also starting to offer them the program itself. I have a name for her program, but that's just mine. <laughs> I call it Brain Love. Brain Love. Um, lucky for us, she's going to be eventually offer it to, to anyone who wants to to learn and also um, find solutions and help their babies, and and actually even older children, right, to benefit from the program. Even us adults, so, because. Well, here's something yeah. I want to put out too, is that remember we at the very beginning of our talk sharing about the importance of children attuning to their parents, right? Yes. Attuning to our parents' energies. So our children's, um, our children's development and the integration of their senses can only go so far as the adult's um, energy right. will teach them, right? So in order for us to be able to teach our children calm um, collected energy we need to radiate that to them that's right so even for adults this can be very beneficial oh guys <laughs> helped me a lot too <laughs> yeah it's it's very very important because it's like you're you're really we are the source of energy for children yeah. so like do you realize like when you get home And the energy that you bring in when you get to make you're stressed. The whole house is stressed. Yeah. So that's how important it is for us to also be able to regulate. So Jeannie, tell us about your program. Like I'm sure it's like all abstract to them. How does it work? Like do you come in and you do tests and then eventually like prescribe like a program? Or please share with us your... your yes. Well, my, my name is Brain Love. Brain Love. <laughs> Brain Love. <laughs> Well, first off, I am offering um, parenting webinars through our Kinder Music um, community. You can contact us to learn about when the next one is coming up. But they're parenting webinars to learn and see information and slides and diagrams and examples of movements that you can be doing so that you can get a better idea of how to incorporate this you know into our regular interactions daily lives with our children but then on a personal individualized level i will be available soon for consultations even um you know for teleconferencing through zoom and there are assessments that we can do um, where we'll invite parents first to just kind of go through a little bit of discussion and answer some questions things like you know the the birth history delivery yes, right. um, things like um, any sort of medical intervention that might have been present when children were okay, young wait, hang on so about the birth so we talked about this in one of our chats about yep. if you were born 
premature or if you were induced mm-hmm. cesarean or natural i mean there are there's so effect i won't say on the nervous system like on the nervous system be yes on the nervous scientific system. and um, right. very much just objective about it the nervous system right. is remember it's 100 experience dependent yeah. so yeah. if it's if there's a lot of stress and trauma in our earliest experiences coming out into the world then that okay. will affect the nervous system Okay, so does this include while the baby is in utero, like pregnant? While we're pregnant and the baby knows all our energies and can hear us, our tone of voice, that far back? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So that's why in, in kinder music, I'm so about like positive vibrations and energy and how music can help to soothe us and calm us because the frequencies matter. Frequencies That's really right. do matter. But again, like when, when you're talking about birth and um, everything, the literal medical interventions or things that have influenced our body, our physical matter. Wow. You know, yeah. that will affect the nervous system. Because, so. you know, I, I, I was born October 31, but my due date, my mom's due date was November 1. Mm-hmm. But she didn't want me to have a birthday, November 1 birthday, which I'm thankful for because everyone mm-hmm. will be in the cemetery, right? Yes. So she had me induced. Uh-huh. So I was thinking maybe that's why I'm always nagmamadali. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, I wonder what the effect of that on me is, right? But it's really interesting. Like, there's so much to learn, Jeannie. So in your webinar, you'll talk about that as well. I'll talk about that. And then if you come yeah. for the individual consultations, then we'll do kind of like a history and learn yeah. about, you know, what... Um, our children have experienced and the family history and all of that. And then there will be some assessments and questions to answer. And then there will be a physical assessment where we'll ask you to to help me be able to see through the screen certain yes. responses because we're checking for reflexes, remember. So yes. just like the doctor can check and, um, you know, tap your knee, there are certain movements yes. that we can do and see what sort of response will come out in the body. Yeah, we've done that in one of our Zoom dates. Like I did like the drunk drunk test, like walk in the street, <laughs> something like that. So it's nothing scary. It's really like it's testing. nothing scary at all. I mean, it's just it's just interesting to see the responses that you don't really notice, you don't you're not aware of. But even in in things like um eye tracking and eye movements yeah. or um you know Touching response to <laughs> touching your nose or we've said before like even from a very basic level if you see a child startle easily or even us adults oh, yeah. startle easily or somebody throws a ball at you and you're like oh you know, I'm, like right? I'm like that genie i'm gonna yeah. so th- that's a that's the reflex that's that's um that's <laughs> active there, <laughs> there is, I mean, maybe there's that's connected to why because i was induced mom hello mom if you're listening Yeah, but there are movements that if okay, so if you find out that you have an active startle reflex, what to do? Then oh, that's cool. when we come in and we will. Um, I'll recommend certain movements and exercises and games that you can play with children. The actual games that you can do, we do a lot of them in Kinder Music. Introducing a lot of rhythm because rhythm is very regulating. Again, remember like that heartbeat and the parts of the brain yeah. that are responsible also for the fight or flight. They are influenced by rhythm, and so if right. we can introduce rhythm 
into our regular activities and experience that is incredibly calming for the brain, like incredibly. So which is why can't stress it enough when parents come to class for kinder music, the movements of their own bodies will affect the children's acquisition of rhythm. You know, because oftentimes parents will just watch their children and wait and say, okay, let's just go and see if they if they're going to respond to the activities or let's just go and take pictures of them while they do that. But remember, a child is waiting to regulate to a power source. And that's us (laughs) as adults. We need to be that generator for them. And when we are rhythmic in our own bodies, in our own presence, that's incredibly soothing. It is so comforting for the brain. For the kids. For the children. Yeah. It's also like a cycle. Like the parents, I I don't want to generalize, you know, there are parents who who don't join in dance because of whatever reason. And there's no judgment there. But they're usually, it's because the parents themselves um, are not comfortable dancing. I have friends who like, oh, I don't dance or I can't do that. Or maybe body sense not developed like they were just weren't exposed to moving a lot and all yeah so um, i guess being a mother or being a father to the kids and knowing that those things that you said about how um, it can benefit them if we just just do it right get out there and and connect with their children through movement and rhythm we break yeah. that cycle of not having that benefit growing up and then us and then our kids right Think of it yeah. as the other R. Instead of like other us R. parents focused on yeah. reading, arithmetic, writing, yeah. rhythm. Rhythm. That's yeah. the one that's most foundational. If you can it's have rhythm, right. you're playing instruments, then it's easier to hold a writing instrument, do the writing. Mm-mm. Yeah, no, I was talking to Reese yesterday about, because I, I told her that we were going to meet up today. And then so I was telling her, do you remember when I was with you in kinder music class, dancing with you, stuff like that. And she says, yeah, I remember, I remember. Then I said, so how, how was I dancing? How was I dancing? She says, your usual dance. <laughs> your usual mommy dance. <laughs> but but she yeah. does remember and it sticks with them. And to think Reese was with you for when she was, I think, three until seven, right? I know, I have pictures. I think even younger than three. I would say maybe even like yeah. two. I've, I've maybe, seen pictures of, too. here's a quick, easy yeah. way to check, right? On how your rhythm is as a family. Is that, it's yeah. how easily can you connect up, sync up your waves, your frequency together, mm-hmm. right? If you're constantly mm-hmm. having to like call, shout out to your child, there's a struggle there, needs work, <laughs> right? But yeah. you and your child are communicating well. Parents invest the time to be in a class with their child. And they are intentional about creating the attunement. They're intentional about moving with their child and playing and 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 interacting with the child and being present. Over Mm -hmm. time, the communication is easier. They move. It's like the children learn how to imprint on their parents, like a little baby duck, right? They fall into line much easier. So it's like literally moving the same rhythm to the same rhythm of life. Right? So it's a, yeah, it's a phenomenon. It's called entrainment. Yeah. Like that's a that's the scientific yeah. word. Even things like like clocks. You know, there's a there's also a study done yeah. about grandfather clocks. And mm-hmm. if you bring them in and you deliver them, say to a to a showroom in a clock store, maybe event like they're not literally yet in sync, but eventually 
then they start to swing in sync. Or like us women, because we're on you, the mom. We know the phenomenon yes. when you work with women in the workplace, what happens? Your monthly cycles end up sinking, don't they? Yes, that's right. Yes. Same thing. So oh, <laughs> when you are when you are um, moving and dancing and you achieve a sense of rhythm in your home and in mm. your own body, your child will be mm. able to connect more easily with your magnetic field. Right. So that's so interesting. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so as a last question on myths is um, well, not really a myth, but. I know there's a lot of concern with parents now with online learning about how our children will grow up differently, in quotes, because they don't have face-to-face -face interactions with their teachers and their friends. Is that, yeah. should we be concerned about like, the current normal that we are in? And it well, looks I like it's going to be until whole of next year too. <laughs> yeah. Well, definitely, I mean, the state of our entire world now is of concern everything is of concern yeah. right and um things are not the same however i will say that there are still ways that we can address our children's developmental needs right yeah. we may not be able to be in a physical space together but after being online for a year teaching over a thousand classes it's been over a thousand classes a thousand before. classes during the pandemic that's her record over one thousand i know right so one thousand one hundred very soon after this month because it's like about a hundred classes a month it's possible to still have a connection with teachers and classmates i see it every day yeah. i see children's faces light up i see their countenance change their disposition their energy changes when we are in a um, class experience online. I see children forming friendships. I see them developing social skills, learning to wave, learning to wait. And so if anything, the being at home all the time, or, you know, I, I'm, I'm here, we're at home, but I have to work, or, oh yeah, yeah, oh, you different times you see caregivers. We've got a lot of caregivers who are awesome. They're excellent. But then again, there are some, like there's a mentality with um, caregivers that I'm just here to, I'm just going to watch. Yeah. Yeah. So what that is, is a child is walking around without a compass. <laughs> okay. They're walking around without a compass and there's a caregiver that's walking around following them. And they're just kind of both walking through the woods together, you mm. know, versus walking through the woods and having a guide. That's very different. Right, and so that's the role of an active, present yeah. parent or adult or anybody in the home that can make the difference. Okay, that's good to know. Because at least um, with so many concerns that we have now, at least we know that's not really a concern if we use it in the right way. Right, mm -hmm. just be involved with our with our kids, and that's what really matters. So. Yeah. Okay. Or can I, can is I there say, anything else that you want to bust? Yeah. One more thing. I know. It's just, I don't Go want ahead. parents to feel stressed. I don't want you to feel yeah. stressed. Okay, now I have to be involved. And now I have to really think about this. Because remember we said, when, <laughs> yeah. children, when parents are distracted or they're stressed, then your brainwaves aren't fully present. Yeah. The trick is to be present and playful. Play. Yes. Be playful That's right. That's with right. your child. Be light. 
Okay. Have fun. Listen to music. Sing. Dance. Yeah. That will help you just naturally sync up. That's right. Mm-hmm. I agree. Totally agree. Yes. Yay. Thanks for that, Jeannie. Now okay. Are there other other myths? <laughs> um, Last three. I'm sure you have more. Oh gosh, there's so many. You can well feel free to fire away if you've got more. Oh, here's yeah. one. Just the one that says children thrive when they're given plenty of choices. The more, the better. Ah, yeah, yeah. Oh, gosh. Sorry, yeah. I'm going to have to speak to that. <laughs> you want that one? Yeah. Like, this is, these are parents who give their children a lot of latitude. What do you want to do? What do you think? You choose. <laughs> do you feel this? Or what should we do that? You tell me. Do you think we should... You Are we going to eat now? Or are we... Are you, <laughs> or these are the parents or... Um, yayas who go around and they really, really cater to their children. They just feed them anytime. Yeah, yeah. I'm tired. Oh, tired, Nisha? Okay, you go you, because you're tired. Now you can go. Like, we overindulge our children. Among that's dangerous. Right. Some sort of engagement and interaction. Not all, okay, I'm just going to follow whatever you do. I will just indulge you. I will just give you this. I will give you that. I will give you this. Yeah. I will give you that. Without any sort of parent parental um, presence. The main ingredient is required is got to be a present parent. It's playful and fun and light. Yeah. It's not like rigid. Balance is the key. Balance is the key. Okay. Wow. So thank you, Jeannie. I learned so much and I wish I could turn back time often when I talk to you. But at least knowledge is power and we can always do something about it, right? So right. thank you for listening in today. I think if you're listening to this podcast, there's a reason why you're here. <laughs> so use <laughs> the knowledge to your benefit and, and spread the word. Spread the word about these new programs of Jeannie and even just share this podcast with some. Thank you, everyone. For there's a part one in the series, so check that you the mom podcast. So from us to you, we say you the mom. You the mom. Thank you for listening to you the mom podcast, brought to you by Mommy Mundo and Podcast Network Asia. Don't forget to follow and subscribe to the show for more episodes.